This episode of Four Finger Discount is brought to you by Big Roddy's Rip and Rib Shack, Brisbane's home of delicious barbecue. Roddy's Rib Shack is one of Brisbane's favourite barbecue places. They serve up delicious food, not only ribs, but they do great burgers. They do veggie burgers, so they cater for all sorts. And you'll save 10% off your food and drinks bill with the code, it's a secret. Roddy's Ribs is also available for group bookings and functions. Head to bigroddysribs.com to find out more. Burns cost me my groundskeeping job at the school, and I'm too superstitious to take the one at the cemetery. A curse of him! I lost my room, my things, and my buddy's collection of old sunbathing magazines. You bested. I lost my bar. I lost his bar. He robbed the school of music. He robbed the school of financial security. He robbed the school of Tito. He can't remember my name. He's causing us all to yell. Look what he did to my best friend. Oh. What? No, my dog. <laughs> oh, those wheels are squeaking a bit. Perhaps I could sell him a little oil. You twisted old monster! <laughs> I've decided to protect myself ever since I was attacked in my office by an unidentified assailant. Four finger discount, dude! Welcome to Four Finger Discount. We are here to review the season finale of uh, season finale. Season finale. Season finale. Yeah. Of season six. Who shot Mr. Burns? Part one. I am Dando. I am Mitch. Hey, go on, man. I spoke before. I said I am Mitch. That doesn't happen often. No, it's breaking new ground. People would have been freaking out. Who's this voice? The show oh, evolving. it's okay. It's only Mitch. <laughs> I'm excited for this one. I've been looking forward to it. This is, in my opinion, I feel like this episode was peak Simpsons. This was when they, in regards to popularity, mm-hmm. not, no, maybe not in regards to hype, train, uh, and all that sort of stuff. The quality of the writing wasn't as good as, say, season four or five, Ooh. you know what I mean? Oh, I don't know about not as good. It the, was different. I mean, the, it was the one different. Thing, yeah, the one thing missing in this episode is because it's it's so jam-packed with the whodunit mystery and that sort of stuff. It doesn't have any of the emotional glue, but it kind of has no room for it either. But no. what they do do is fantastic. Like, there's, there's no real shortcoming at all in this episode. For me... For, for both yeah. of the episodes, but certainly in the first one. For me, going back, trying to remember when I first watched this, I can't remember a Simpsons episode being more talked about than this one. No, never at any point in my life, in the media, before or since. I don't, I, nothing has ever been the event that this was. I think we even mentioned on last week's podcast, the mailbag one, that uh, even our parents were talking about it. People on the radio were talking about it. Mm. Did you, were your friends into it at school? Because my friends were right into it. Yeah. Uh, um, when did this come out? Sorry, so it was 90... Five. This originally aired May twenty first, ninety five. So it would have been late ninety five for us. Yeah. So we I'm trying like to think. So I was only early, like grade two or something like that. I don't specifically remember talking too much about it at school. Were we that young, grade two. Uh, ninety. Well, ninety five. So if I start, we would have been seven. Yeah, I would have been seven. I'm guessing yeah. grade two or three. Um. So I didn't talk too much about that sort of stuff at school because I was still at the age where you just ran around, jumped in sand pits. But the little playground, not the big one. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But I do still remember. Very, it's it's probably the first thing that I remember being keenly aware of, particularly during the break um, when the resolution was coming up, being really aware of the fact that there was something coming on TV that I had to be sitting down for that night. It mattered. To watch, because the next day I'd be missing out in the school if I didn't know about it. So you're talking about part two? Yeah, more so part two. I mean, part one... I don't really remember it being built up much, part one. It might have been. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure same. there would have been like a 
Mr. Burns is going to be shot. Like clearly that would have been in the the big part of the lead in and the promos, but that in and of itself just feels like oh that's fine. I mean it's just whatever happens. It's just the plot of the Simpsons this yeah. week. But then once it built up and you realize it was a two parter, I'm not even sure if they would have advertised as being a two parter initially. For some reason, I feel like Channel Ten they would have aired it when it's supposed to have aired, mm. but then they did a rerun prior to part two airing. I feel like I watched yeah. them in succession. Yeah, I, I think they would have done that. Yeah, definitely. They would have shown it to recap what was going yeah. on. Uh, particularly because the bulk of the audience is still kids, so that you can't expect them to hang on to events that happened six months ago. But, I mean, it's pretty rare that any TV show would advertise the fact they're going to have a cliffhanger because then it robs any momentum about the cliffhanger. So you've got to throw it out there and then let people get to the end and the credits roll and they're like, what? You mean I have to wait six months before I find out the answer? So I think I feel like that's why I don't remember... Any real build-up about episode one, but, they just, they but part maybe, two yeah. was huge. They would have maybe marketed it in the sense of somebody is going to get shot this yeah. week on The Simpsons. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the episode was called Who Shot Mr. Burns. It's not like they were hiding <laughs> That's the true. fact that something bad was going to happen. But but yeah, it still hadn't become what it was going to be. But when you're a kid, you're not looking up the episode title. You just All you know is what the guy oh, in the trailer tells you. TV really. guide? I did love reading the TV guide, but I don't know whether I read what the episodes were yeah, called. I think it just said All New Simpsons, didn't it, back in the day? I don't know. It, dep- <laughs> it, it depends on the guide. I'm sure if it was the Geelong advertiser uh, talking about it, it would have been, uh, you know, an old man gets hurt. <laughs> <laughs> We've had some great ones of those sent through on Twitter. We and, have had a few good ones. Yeah. Part one of Who Shot Mr. Burns, I feel is much more entertaining as a standalone episode than part two. Part two, yeah. I feel, needed part one. But see, because I watched them both, but I feel part one is just, if you're just watching it by itself as a one and done, you can still really enjoy it. Mm. But part two needs doesn't part one. have much to it. Yeah, I mean, that's because of the, I think it's more, it's always more interesting watching the setup than it is watching the resolution. The resolution can be great and it can pay off really well, but it's still the setup that actually hooks you. And if you think about any, if you were watching this as a movie, it wouldn't be the first half of the movie as a setup and the second half as a resolution. Like, it would probably have been more two thirds. Like, the first episode would have been stretched out to 60 to 70 minutes, and then the second episode probably would have been condensed to about 15 to 20. Yep. And that, that would have felt like a, a, a ratio that would make it, you know, work well, which is, and that's why I feel like the first episode feels a lot more packed with things. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more it's fun. All, it's, all, it's all new stuff that's being thrown at yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Whereas number two is throwing away some of the stuff that didn't matter, trying to take you down a couple garden paths to figure out what actually does matter before you get to your ultimate resolution. We don't want to get too much into part two because we're not going to be actually reviewing that this episode, are we? We're going to be doing a two... This is a two-parter It's as a well. two-part review, yeah. So we're focusing on the setup with this episode uh, and then our second episode will be focusing on the resolution in part two. Now, for patrons... You're going to get both of those this weekend. Right now, as you're on speak, Patreon, you can listen to part two. Part two. And then every week from now on, you will be ahead of the curve. Yeah, all $5 plus patrons get the show a week earlier than everybody else, just as our way of saying thank you to you all. Also, they get access, if you're $2 plus, to the Facebook group, don't they, Mitch? They do get access to the Facebook group, which I'm looking at. Well, I was looking at um, about 10 minutes ago. People are still posting photos. I posted photos of the uh, the cups I have here. So, they're the official 7-Eleven Who Shot Mr. Burns 
1-800 collect yeah, competition yeah, yeah. cups that happened over the summer. 1-800 collect? Yes. Cool. <laughs> That's nostalgia, isn't it? <laughs> But $2 plus patrons get access to the Facebook group where it's just Simpsons banter. And it's not just Simpsons though, is it? It's just all the patrons just discussing... It's, all, it's mostly Simpsons, like. but yeah, there's, there was a massive thread the other day about just, you know, what bits of music do you like? Yeah. And other bits and pieces. Oh, can I say just quickly, I discovered Elliot Smith for the first... Like way, way, way too late. It's not like... That's not me saying, I discovered Elliot Smith late as in I was pointed towards Elliot Smith. Have you ever listened to any no, of his stuff? Have you ever had that experience where you're listening to music and you just think, how the fuck did I not recognize... How did I not find this 10 years ago? Yeah. Like, you just think of all the wasted time that I've been listening to Aqua when I could have <laughs> been listening to Elliot Smith. Just just beautiful, honest, amazing music. What kind I, of... It uh, sounds like a John Mayer. It's uh, folksy guitar breath music. Um, about forlorn stuff. So uh, the song that I've listened to about six times in the last two days is "Say Yes." Um, you might have heard it. It's, it starts with um, "I'm in love oh, yeah, with the world <laughs> through the eyes of a girl." What a banger! It's, it's well, look, you're not going to put it on at a dance club, uh, but it is really fucking yeah, okay. cool. I'll check him out. Elliot Smith. Elliot Smith. Say yes. I'll YouTube it once we finish this review. So the whole. Who Shot Mr. Burns Angle, how it came about. So, apparently, it was originally pitched by Matt Groening a few seasons earlier. Okay. And they couldn't think of a way to do it. Well, they didn't really want to do it. I'm glad they waited a couple of seasons. Well, all the characters are more established. Exactly, So, it's so much easier to pick up in two seconds. You you don't need to build an elaborate backstory for why Mo would be violent. By now, we just accept the fact that Mo's going to have a shotgun under the um, bar. Skinner and Chalmers had a chance to create that uh, sort of, uh, what's the word? Uh, dynamic, dynamic, yes, yeah. yeah. We all, we get it's like mini steamed hams with it the is, newspaper. It's the birth of steamed hams, man. I watched. It, I was like, that's steamed hams. It's so good. Yeah, just that. Uh, it's funny. What's that other hams? Oh, that's an unrelated article. Yes, mm, an unrelated article inside the banner headline. Yes, yeah, it's just a conversation <laughs> away for this moment. It's great, <laughs> and it's funny you don't pick up on those things until later on, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't never wonder it. No, I never once um, watched that and thought steamed hams. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but you can see not only just like steamed hams, but I've probably been paying, since the interview that we did, I've been paying a lot more attention to the way they write for Skinner in these couple seasons. And they just really delight in that sort of back and forth between those two characters. Speaking of steamed hams, people are starting to go anti-steamed hams because it's become a thing. So major <laughs> news outlets are now interviewing Bill and talking about steamed hams, mm. how it's going crazy. So all the shit posters are going, it's like, it's not cool anymore because everyone's talking about it. It's not hipster beards, guys. It's funny comedy. It, yeah, it's <laughs> classic Every, television. Everyone's allowed to talk about yeah. it. Everyone, Everyone should, should be. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. The original pitch was for Barney. So Josh, they told Josh and Bill write this episode. Uh, mm. They wanted a who shot Jr. Matt Granny wanted a who shot Jr. angle. So who shot Mr. Burns was the, the fitting candidate. Mr. Burns being the candidate, mm-hmm. they wanted Barney to be the culprit because they, their idea was that they could send Barney away to prison for a few years and he can come back later on. Okay. And you wouldn't miss him too much, but it still would also make the show feel a little bit different because you'd yep. go to Moe's and Barney wouldn't be there. It's interesting that they thought that hard about it, given that, you know, really it's it's a show that has existed within a vacuum. Every episode is unconnected to the next one. Yeah. They could have sent him to prison and then picked up right where they left off next episode. And no one would be going, well, that's it. The Simpsons has lost it. <laughs> <laughs> well, David Merkin, he was the showrunner at the time. He said that he wanted to be a Simpsons family member. Okay. 
And they were thinking, well, we can't have Homer shoot somebody because he'll have to get taken to prison, mm. which is why they then went with the baby. So, Merkin came up with the idea for the baby and Bill and Josh just did not like it at all. Right. They compromised by having Maggie deliberately do it. So, that's why she darts her oh, eyes back little and forth. shifty eyes at the so end. So, if, if they make it seem like she meant to do it, they were okay with it. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, I, I took that as a take it. If you, if you want to believe in the eyes, you can. And if not, you know, it's just a funny little gag they've thrown in. Yeah. But anyway. And as we mentioned earlier, they had the uh, the one hundred collect competition and things like that. But we'll get into mm. that in the part two review, won't we? Because yep. we don't want to sort of confuse people. We're here to review part one. Mm. Now, trivia, Mitch. What have you got for me this week? Uh, I've got a few questions for you for trivia, Dando. My first one is: What are Principal Skinner's work hours? Well, he obviously arrives at seven a.m. Mm-hmm. Given away by when he walks into the yes, he goes to pick up um, Super Dude. <laughs> 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 and it's it's like it's, it's a beautiful touch actually. It's like seven oh one in the clock. So he's obviously arrived at seven, and it's taking him a moment to get to the classroom. Well, that was th- really cool. One thing I noticed was that the, they really emphasised the sun in the opening shot. Mm. Don't give that away. <laughs> well, as in, I mean, you already have, but that's that's for after trivia. Okay. <laughs> now I have to also mention too. Someone wrote in. I think they wrote it on the Facebook page, perhaps. Mm-hmm. In our book, Homer's Odyssey and the Big and Simpsons Guide. In my review of Hisham Mr. Burns, mm. I call Super Dude a lizard, not a gerbil. Oh, did you? I don't know how I made that mistake. Oh, dear. Yeah. How'd that get through? I don't know. <laughs> went through me, went through you, went through the editors at Penguin. I didn't read much of what you <laughs> wrote. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was probably more that I... I mean, I always... I trust that you're right with these things. So, anything that I read of yours, I was more reading for grammar and, well, that sentence has got too many words or that one doesn't have enough. I'll throw something in there. I didn't go uh, hamster, lizard. I just don't know why I wrote lizard. Anyway. Oh, well. Kind of looks like a lizard when he's hanging out. It's in there the now. Doesn't matter. Now we look like Now fools. he's a lizard. <laughs> no one's picked up on the fact that we've misattributed an episode from season two to season oh, okay. three. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, <laughs> that right. one slipped by. I, went, I read that and went, shit, <laughs> shit. Uh, my first trivia question. What was Burns's parcel? Who was it going to and where? I was going to Pasadena. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the parcel was or who it was going to. Profit projections to Pig Porter in Pasadena. Pig Porter, Pasadena. Okay. I believe that was a play on the FedEx slogan or something about as a, that. Apparently, it's a like commercial actual... where a guy spoke really fast. Yeah. And that's, that was that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll get to some bits about that that I really loved. Right. Um, what was what magazine was Groundskeeper Willie reading when Ooh. he was informed about Superdude? Is it a kid's book? Oh, no, not not necessarily. No, what is it? It's just called My Weekly Read. My Weekly Read? Okay. And I, what, I love, would, what would be in My Weekly Read? It's kind of like a Reader's Digest. I feel like... I mean, Groundskeeper Willie was laughing. I'm not sure there's much f- funny in Reader's Digest. Didn't you send a funny story into Reader's Digest once? No, Homer did that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um... But in any case, I love the review. Like you know, it looks like Willie's sitting on the toilet reading, just yeah. sitting on his mop bucket yep, in yep. in the janitor's closet. Second question: What does the sign say at the executive spa? Um, it says uh, "fitness for better tyranny" or something. Physical like that. fitness for better tyranny. Physical fitness for better tyranny. Um, what was the final candy, the uneaten candy that was over Homer's face? Sour quince log? Yes. Yeah. Well done. I didn't think you would get that. <laughs> what are some of the things that people want to purchase with the new money at the school? And Skinner. Oh, well, um, so crystal slot bucket. Uh, ground, uh, and what else did he want? Something. There was something else that was 
Nothing, but anyway. Blanket. A blanket, that's right. Yeah. Um, Lunch Lady Doris wants new staff mm-hmm. because they're compl- the old ones are complaining <laughs> about the mice. Yeah. Uh, Lisa wants Tito Puente. Yeah. Um, chocolate Microscope. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a one in between that I've The forgotten. main one. New stamps. More rubber stamps. Yeah, yeah, but, it was, but just before that, it's Otto. Oh, double guitars? Yeah. Like, yeah. No, those guitars are like double guitars. You know? <laughs> and that's it. Yep. Well yep. Um, final question for me mm-hmm. is. Uh, what painting is decorating the walls of the animal hospital? I'm going to take a guess and say the dog playing poker. You are correct. All righty. Okay. What does the newspaper subheading say? Oh, which one? Because there's a couple subheadings. I believe it's after Burns and... Oh, wait. Because there's one later about like your guide to living in eternal darkness. Is that the part two, is it? Oh, that might be part... No, because it's already dark. Yeah. Yeah, that's part one. Um, it's like a, a sub a subsection. You're but how is it already part one? Because he he because he announces he, but he blocks the sun at the very end. So how are they reading a newspaper? It must be part two. Oh, must maybe it my, is part two. Must have got my episode. Sorry, confused. yeah, no, no, yep. But yeah, you're right. I shouldn't have watched them back to back. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what's confused me. Yeah, you could guide to perpetual darkness. Oh, that was the heading. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's fine. We'll just put that in the book. <laughs> <laughs> this one is definitely in part one. Final question: What was playing on the TV at Moe's? An ad for Pardon My Zinger. Besides the commercial, what was the commercial? What was show? It? Uh, Academy Awards or Golden Globes uh, or some Mystery form. Science Theatre 3000. Oh, okay. You know that show? No, um, i, I got to say I'm not overly familiar with it's, it. I know that title. Just, it was just guys, just geeks sitting there watching movies and hanging shit on them. Watching oh, B-grade movies, yeah. Right, okay. It's very, saw, you, you would love that show. I just saw Faces in a Theatre and I assumed it must have been they, an award show. It was, it was just them watching movies and just hanging shit on it. But okay. Essentially, when you go on YouTube and say someone reacts to this, mm. it was doing that 20 years before everyone else was yeah, doing okay. it. okay. Now, I didn't think of a new name and things like that because I thought, I thought, is it really worth it for this episode? I mean, who shot Mr. Burns? Is it going to get any better than that? It just seems too iconic. I forgot to think of new names because I was so busy I just taking notes, but let me try think. to have a crack. Uh, Smith and Whalen. I think I feel like you couldn't have a character's name in the title, though, if they're trying to create different suspects. But they're already trying to steer us down the path of Mr. Smithers. So, Will copying his make name it in too the title... Obvious? Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so, do you want to get into the review then, shall we? Please. The original air date was May 21st, 1995. Chopboard gag is, this is not a clue, or is it? And the couch gag was the one they've used before where the family are running in front of the backdrop. Mm-hmm. That's similar to like a Flintstones cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Just on their twinkle toes. Now, now, with regards to that chalkboard gag, this mm-hmm. is not a clue, or is it? Have you ever seen the Graham Bass books, Animalia? Yes. Or the, is it the 13th hour or something? Third, or the, 11th hour. 11, it's the 11th hour. I couldn't remember if they were playing on... The, anyway. And the mouse. Uh, Melroy? Yeah. Something like that. So, I was watching this Gilroy. episode as keenly as I could, almost the way I would have read one of those books when I was younger. There are so many either setups or false setups in this episode mm. that are brilliant. And you mentioned one already, The Sun. It's not discussed at all in no that opening shot. No one ever discusses shot. in any of... Not, not Wikipedia pages, no. nothing like that. No, but it is... Oh, no, I mean in, in episode, forgetting... It's not like I'm the only person I, that's I noticed, yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Um, but as you said, it is so bright and so big. And not only is it like bright and big when you first see it, when the door opens, there's backlighting on Skinner. Like they, they went to a lot of effort in the animation department to make sure it really stood out. And then it is thrown away entirely until Burns announces his plan way later. And that was just the first bit of genius that I realized that like 
you and that's the sort of thing that you're not going to notice until a second viewing which I, it, I just thought it was really really cool that right out of the blocks they were laying something down like well, that this episode really wasn't made for your usual fan was it it was made for the hardcore nerds that wanted to freeze frame everything oh, well the majority of people watching it weren't going to sit there and freeze frame back in the VHS days i wouldn't know? say that it's not made for the no but for the casual fan but it's there's more tailored a lot, for there's them. a lot more thrown in mm. for the people that wanted to go further. I wish they had have done it more often. Not a mm. who done it all the time, but just they did include a lot of freeze frame gags, but there weren't many episodes that were that required the freeze frame gags no. that, where you're looking for them. Yeah. You know? The late show on uh, just on the subject of freeze frames, the late show used to do a thing Is that called Bob Oden. No, 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 no. Uh, that's Mr. Show. Mr. The Late Show. Show, the ABC Late Show. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Martin McMillan, yep. Tom Gleisner. Um, they used to do freeze frame theatre where they would show 24 images in a second. So, it was one frame per one image. Second. So, if you were recording it, you could go back through, pause it, and then go frame by frame and see, and every, imo- see every image that they put in there. And they'd be like actual complaints letters that they'd received or just <laughs> random fo- photos from their own collection. Um, it, was a, it was a really cool freeze frame that gag cool. yeah, at yeah. a time where like in the early 90s, and even by this point, 1995, VHS was still... A relatively new technology. It's probably much more common. VHS by the, was king. Still. By the yeah. by the mid nineties, it was you know probably was in most households. I feel like DVDs were ninety eight ish, ninety seven when they started to come into houses, and then by two thousand, it was DVDs. Yeah, I think the first movie on DVD in Australia was Twister, and that was late nineties. It was Twister, yeah, yeah. So that's probably that was ninety seven, right. I think. Yeah. yeah. So getting back to the episode, Skinner's walking to the school. They really encapsulate what it was like to get to school before everyone else was there. I'd never happened. Really? Ever? <laughs> no. Because my mum used to a, run I was the, a perpetual sleep in My mum used to run the breakfast program for kids that had terrible parents. Yeah, okay. Or couldn't afford breakfast or whatever. Yeah. So we get to school and school was just <laughs> kids a, who had terrible parents. No, that was the truth though. That's the truth. They parents wouldn't feed their kids, man. They had to come to school to get fed. Yeah, well, crack doesn't buy itself. Exactly right. But can it, I I no, I'll hold this. You finish your story and then I'll come in. No, I was just going to say that this school is so much different when there aren't a million kids running around. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I do like uh, work. I mean, my workplace equivalent, not so much getting in there early, but if I'm still there after everyone else has left, suddenly you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, this place isn't so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did once go to school without pants on. So, you're like scary Terry on Rick and Morty. Oh, you haven't watched Rick and Morty. No, yeah. I haven't. Sorry. Okay. Um, because I was actually ready early. And what had happened was, I think I put my pants in the dryer. They weren't entirely... Wait, so... What were you wearing? Boxer shorts. Just boxer shorts. And a shirt. So, here's what's happened. I've woken How up. How far did you get? To my locker. Well, you're at school? Yeah. Um, How did you get to school? Though? I used to live across the road. Oh, okay. I lived on the same road as my school, like okay, literally yep, 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 yep. six metres away. Did you panic? Uh, no. Because I was like, no oh, one well. pointed out? I was in my own little world. So, what's happened? I've gotten up early. I've gotten ready. I've realised my pants are still a bit wet. So, I, I popped them in the dryer. Yeah. Shorts. I was going to be wearing shorts. While I'm waiting for them to dry, I'm like, well, I might as well get it dressed with everything else. So, I popped some boxer shorts on, like cotton boxer shorts. I've got uh, my shirt on, popped on my socks, and then was just kind of wandering around the house like that for a little bit. Had breakfast, watched TV to the point that it became, I just felt very normal. And then forgot about the fact that I'd put the dryer on, heard the bell ring for school. It's like, oh, shit, got to go. Anyway, so I, I grab my bag, put on my shoes, off I go, get to my locker, go to reach down for my keys. Okay. Ah, I'm forgetting something here. Did you run home? Yeah, of course I went home. <laughs> just, well, off to class. I, I, I thought you'd come that far. Why don't you keep going? I've got halfway through the Mr. bus. Mr. Grant, are you aware you're not wearing any pants? 
<laughs> I have got to the bus stop and realised I wasn't wearing shoes before. <laughs> All the way to the bus stop. You didn't feel that... It would have been probably 50 metres down the road of staying at my nan's place. Yeah, okay. But it's just... I don't know. I was, I was walking around the backyard with the dog, no shoes mm. on. Then I just sort of... Nan's like, you're late, you're late. So I just went straight out the front, walked down the bus stop and went, huh, hmm. probably going to need pants. Yeah. Not pants, shoes. <laughs> All those two. <laughs> and pants, yes. But Skinner's arrived at the school. And everything's nice. If, if you've ever gone to school wearing less than pants or shoes, right in, right in. <laughs> <laughs> Mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au. There's a wash basin, wash basin fresh. Is that what he calls it? Uh, the school. I think that's what he says. He's just very happy, isn't is that, he? That's what he's. Is that what he calls the school for himself? After he notices the funk, oh, he, he smells. Yeah, he smells his own. Under, yeah, yeah. Mm. To make sure he's not the one smelling. Yes, that's it. And then, yeah, figures it's coming from the classroom, and then we find super dude. Yeah, crushed just- by his own water bottle. <laughs> Really violent way for a pet hamster to die. I wonder if or gerbil, gerbil, Sorry, please, gerbil. not lizard either. I wonder if anyone's called their pet Super Dude because of this I'm episode. sure plenty of people would. Would you get a gerbil and call Super Dude? Um, what is a gerbil? It's like a hamster, is it not? No, I it doesn't look like a hamster at all, actually. No. Um, oh, is a gerbil? Ask a, Richard Gear. He knows all about them. David Attenborough. Is it like the American name? David Attenborough. Else? Okay, we're on two very different wavelengths. With what? Well, do I need to explain this to you? There was a rumour going around that Richard Gere put a gerbil up his ass. Yeah, but I'm just trying okay. to steer it to a more animal-based, fr- family-friendly yeah. fucking joke. David Attenborough might know knowledge <laughs> yeah, about know. it. <laughs> yeah, but let's not... I don't want people out there thinking that David Attenborough no, he does has put a that. gerbil up his ass. <laughs> but has, he does that with Komodo dragons. <laughs> Man, we are sidetracked big time. So, he's found Super Dude and he doesn't want to dispose of him, does he? No. Well, uh, that's, that's the sanitation. Or not, it's the gender. What's his word? Custodians department. Poor Willie. Does he live at the school? I guess he lives in the, in the shack, doesn't he? But have they revealed that yet? Because um, he's there before Skinner. He's he just hanging out in the Skinner. basement. Yeah. Well, I guess he's a hardworking guy, though, Willie. Yeah, he's got nothing else in his life. Mm. I, did, I, I didn't was, look at it and assume that he lived there, but I did look at it and assume that he doesn't have an office. He just yeah. has the closet. I was going to mention earlier, it's just nice to see Skinner. The school is his zone. Mm. Outside of the school, he's a dweeb, he's a loser, he lives with his mum. But when he's at the school, he's king. Like yeah. it, it's, it's, his, it's his home. He's in charge there. Exactly, yeah. He, t- he goes down to the basement and he tells Willie to get rid of the gerbil. And Willie goes to bury it. And what does he come across? Oil. like uh, Black Be- gold. Texas tea. Texas tea. Beverly Hills. Beverly Hillbilly style. Did you ever watch that show when you were a kid? Uh, look, it used to be on TV sometimes yeah, when I came home. But I, would, Bunch, I sure. wouldn't be able to tell you a single character's name. I can tell you the character's name. Oh, Ed, uh, Jed. Besides Granny. Uh, listen to a story about a man named Jed. Is that how it Je- works? Jethro was the son, wasn't he? I don't fucking anyway. know. But anyway, so he finds the oil and by this point, all the kids are now at school and they, they smell something, don't they? Mm. Nelson's there. <laughs> smells, <laughs> like, <laughs> smells like one of Van Houten's. <laughs> it's, that's exactly what kids would say. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. You hear a bad smell. You know someone's smell. When you're anywhere between 9 to 13, maybe even 15, you hear a bad smell, you blame it on someone else, that is the height of comedy for yeah. that day. <laughs> And as soon as they deny it, it was them. Yeah. How many times have you heard the whole fox smells its own scent as well when you blame somebody? Uh, no, that's a new one. Really? I had whoever smelt it dealt it and whoever denied it applied it. They were they were our two rhyming couplets to determine who was the guilty party. I always remember I blamed a father on a kid. I didn't do it. it was, I smelled something. I blamed it on a kid at school and my teacher, Ms. Angel, said, well, Brendan, a fox smells its own scent. And everyone teacher? laughed at me and I was like, what's happening here? Teacher threw that at Yes, you. Ms. Angel. I'll never forget that. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> But a fox smells lots of scents. Well, Brendan, a fox smells his own scent, and I'm like, and then everyone laughed at me. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, Miss Angel. I don't know. Of course, it smells its own scent. Everyone smells their own scent. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, it made the kids laugh at me and I never forgot it. Traumatized me. <laughs> then it goes up and Ralph, again, the whole... Oh, it's, the it's floor is shaking. S- Remember the time, bang. It's similar to explodes. the dog in the air vent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's another reason why it's good that this was held at this time because you get that callback joke in there and you just get to insert a bunch of little funny moments like that. Yep, yep, yep. So, after Ralph is blown away, we then cut to the meeting at the plant and mm-hmm. he wanted to, to discuss this. The parcel to Pasadena. Mm. I fucking love the determination on Homer to get that to Mr. Burns' office. I feel no sorry matter- for Homer because he was trying really hard. He was. Yeah. He got it wrong, but I just love... Because the joke you're expecting is that everyone's so quick, they're all so hurried that it's going to get to Homer and he's just going to... And throw it over his shoulder or something. But no, he runs from his donut. He runs from his coffee or whatever he's drinking. Just straight in there. Here it is, Mr. Burns. He's so proud of himself. Yes. And then just gets shut down. Everyone says that Homer's motive in this episode for killing Burns, they're not remembering his name, is not mm. a big deal. It is. It would, be very, it would be very frustrating. That's believable. Imagine if your boss didn't know your just name. Just pushes him over the edge. I mean, it's a comedy big deal. No, it's, no one's going to kill someone for not knowing their name in real life. But within the confines of this episode, it works. Yes. So Homer's very disappointed and Homer goes to yell out his name and Burns pushes the button. <laughs> Drops the thousand gram weight. That would actually hurt. That's a kilo. On your head. Yeah, oh yeah, it hurt a bit. <laughs> Sound like a lot more when I ordered it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very funny joke. Skinner is then checking out. Such destruction. <laughs> Just all the holes through the floors, straight down. And this is where Chalmers arrives. Superintendent Chalmers, uh, how are you going? Why is it when I heard the word school and the word exploded, I immediately thought of the word Skinner? Congratulations, gentlemen. Your custodian struck oil. You're standing on top of the richest elementary school in the state. He also found this. Thank you, super dude. (laughs) Cut to the executive spa. Mm -hmm. And this is sort of like another predecessor to uh, 22 short films. Yeah. That you've got Smithers doing the work while Burns has just got his feet up on his yes. back. Yeah. Now, did you, I like the touch of when he walks off to play the pinball. To play pinball. It's like a 60s pinball. Did you yeah. notice that? It's, the, it's not a, a 90s kind of pinball. Not yeah, like that yeah. one. It's an old school with yeah. the big bumpers, you know. Yeah. It's like that little touch. Burns. What is Burns annoyed about, though? He's reading the newspaper and he reads that the school's rich. The, like it's a non-profit or something like that. It, he's just yeah. the fact that someone else I is won't make, have it. <laughs> someone else is making money and not him. Yeah. He's got to have all the power in the town. Mm. From there, we get a little elevator scene and it's just reiterating that he doesn't know Homer's name. Um, so Homer's you know, making the effort. Yeah. yeah. Like he's written, Hello, my name is Homer Simpson. I think his helmet says Homer Simpson as well. It's like Lenny, Carl, Germo yeah. in yeah. a fucking radioactive suit, yeah, unrecognizable. <laughs> Hello, Lenny, Kyle, Guillermo. Hello, uh, uh, oh, um, um. Don't take it so hard, Homer. He's always screwing up people's names. Yeah, at the picnic, he thought my son Reynaldo was my son Rolando. Can you believe that? Then Skinner and Chalmers are in Skinner's office, and the first thing Skinner does is show him the newspaper yeah. that covers. Awful the- school is awful rich. Covers the awful. What's that first word? It's an unrelated article. <laughs> I, it's my favorite moment in the whole episode. It's pretty great. It's fantastic writing. I, love I think. It. I would love, like, if you're ever, you know, you're sending messages to someone on Facebook or something like that, and someone else pops over their shoulder, pops over your shoulder, who are you talking to? That's an unrelated article. (laughs) Superintendent, we made the front page today. Uh, Now, what's that say under your hand there? Hmm? Oh, it's an unrelated article. It's an unrelated article. Hmm? Within the banner headline. Yes. I wonder if if you ask Bill whether he sort of, drew inspiration from this conversation mm. for steamed hams, whether he would have realised that he'd actually done that? Well, I think every time with Skinner, when they put them together over these seasons, this he, is the, he did actually mention that, didn't he? Yeah. yeah it was, it was just covering always, up something. Exactly. Yeah. But this one, I think this one just felt more like steamed hams. For some it reason. felt very familiar. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I like the fact that they're also there smoking cigars. Like, they've instantly gone, we're rich. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Time to celebrate. So, they're discussing ways to spend their money. What's the first thing? Well, we could give all the children full (laughs) college scholarships. (laughs) Oh, mercy. I miss the oh mercies. They're so much fun. (laughs) Then that's when everyone comes in to pitch their ideas, isn't Mm -hmm. it? Yeah. Yeah, want a crystal bucket for my slot water? Ooh, and a brand new filthy blanket. The cafeteria staff is complaining about the mice in the kitchen. I want to hire a new staff. I'd like to start a jazz program for the music department. We've got a really great instructor lined up. Cheeto Puente. He's ready to give up the drudgery of the professional mambo circuit and settle into a nice teaching job. Man, it will be my pleasure. Lisa has told me all your students are as bright and dedicated to jazz as she is. <laughs> Let's go now, Mr. Puente. Chocolate microscopes? You know these guitars that are like double guitars, you know? More rubber stamps. I love the bit about Lisa says that all of the students here are as bright and dedicated to jazz yeah. as she is. <laughs> Let's leave now. <laughs> yes. Then Burns walks in. Hello, this- Dean. <laughs> How good is that? <laughs> Even the fact that Smithers has taken over yeah. as the secretary. Yeah, yeah. One of my students is. Well, I don't have an intercom or an assistant. <laughs> Send him in. <laughs> Mr. Birds. Oh, was it like, you know. This is better it, than Snrub. It, it is better than Snrub. Um, if I was ambitious that you think would think that my I'd fo- mistake the, my most, the most prominent 104-year-old man in town for one of my students. We're quite corking. <laughs> <laughs> what is it called? The energy concern? Is that what he calls it? Oh, yeah. It's something along yeah. those lines, but it's hilarious. But Burns is furious. And it's nice to see Skinner genuinely stand up to him. It's like he's got some money now, so he yeah. feels like he's powerful. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't have to kowtow. No, no, no. He stands up and says, no, you will not get my money. Mm. But Burns will not have that, will he? No. Um, Burns just trying to beat him up. Just throw it. Smithers, get in here with the stapler. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. This is all I could find. He's not waste of. It's such great delivery. Just that it's so... It's like, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm crushing your head in or like when he's trying to um, bonk a guy with the baseball bat. The but beating just, of a lifetime. Yeah. Just the absolute stillness of Skinner. Yeah. Please stop that. Please don't waste that. Yes. <laughs> did you pick up on the Monopoly gag as well? Yeah, I did. Yeah, um, yeah. The, Waterworks. You know, I already own, yeah, a, a Waterworks and two railroads. Come back from commercial and then all the family around the dinner table and Bart is annoyed that the school has rejected his idea to raise the dead. <laughs> Specifically the three stooges. Yes. Now, the, the, I feel like that gag could have ended with simply Lisa saying, while the three stooges want to hang out with you, then Bart says, yeah, they probably want to hang out with their families, huh? And mm. that's it. They're done. It's not funny. Yeah, it's just yeah. That didn't add anything to it. No, it's an yeah. odd inclusion. They could have just maybe just left that line out. Anyway, anyway. then Homer is sad that Burns can't remember his name, and Marge suggests the candy. Yes, sorry, <laughs> she does. Which was what was it? Her father did that, or grandfather? When did he's that? trying to woo her mum. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not really your idea, then, Marge. Yeah. Is it? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> so then, Mister Burns is looking at his uh, oil company. So we, we we're getting the first hint mm. that Mister Burns is going to steal the oil from yeah, the school. Yeah. And Smithers, please, that he, please don't do it. Please don't do it. And Mr. Burns won't have it. And this is where we get a clue. They're taking candy from a baby. Yes. Yeah, like um, that is... Well, that's kind of set up number three. So, yes. we've got the son. Not that that's a clue as to who did it, but we've got the son. We've got... We're, st- we're starting to set up Skinner and um, Superintendent Chalmers as being two people that really stand to profit. And now we've got taking candy from a baby. I like that several of the clues... 
that are actually quite pivotal clues, you wouldn't realize the clues until you know the culprit. Absolutely. Taking yeah. candy from baby is just a throwaway line. Yeah. That means nothing. Yeah. Of course, instead of actually taking candy from baby, Smithers distracts him by taking yeah. candy from the box that had been delivered. Yeah. I love that as they're going through the, you know, oh, Bart Simpson. He was my heir for some time. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I remember. Um, um, even calls a dog the Simpsons mutt. S and M. Yes. Correct. They eat through the entire thing, uh, and obviously the quince bar that we mentioned stays over Homer's head so he doesn't see Homer. Yeah. Uh, send a thank you note to uh, Bart, Lisa, Marge, and uh, Maggie Simpson. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we should also mention here, too, that this is the first time that Skinner is re- oh, Skinner, Smithers has really stood up to his boss. Yes, it is. We're starting to see that he's taking too much of a turn towards evil. Yeah, yeah. Because this is... The most evil Mr. Burns ever gets. This mm. is super villainy. Even, I think they've mentioned that in part two. He went from villainy to, Colossus. Super, to cartoon super villainy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's the oil appreciation day at the primary school. They're about to announce or to, what mm-hmm. is it, just pump the oil for the first time, yeah, I guess? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ushering in a new era of unbridled spending. And Skinner is just gloating at his speech. Yeah. Yeah. So about, like, the other know, schools don't have it. He does. Well, it's not just the other schools. The fact that it's the high school that doesn't have it. So yes. they're going to have the best of everything until they get to high school, which don't have an oil well. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa is their best student, so they ask her to turn on the pump. Mm-hmm. She does, and something N- drastic happens, doesn't it? Nothing happens at all. One drop of yes. oil, because there's no pressure. And it was here that I... If you want, you could call this Simpsons predicting the future, in as much as this is the exact mm-hmm. plot of the end of There Will Be Blood. Is it really? The brilliant. Even though... Oh, we got some... By the way, is this going to be a spoiler? Because we got some filthy messages this week that you spoiled Last Jedi for people last week. I warned him. No, but you said Force Awakens. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. Is this going to be a spoiler for There Will Be Blood? I warned them before I started talking about it again. First I said skip forward, and then you said it was the wrong movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went, whoops. Is this going to be a spoiler? Because anyway, um, I'm going to watch it soon. I should have watched it already. It's my fault for not watching it. should have yeah, watched yeah, it already. Yeah. Um, no, it's a pretty famous speech, and it's been on T-shirts. So okay, I think yeah, if it's yeah. on T-shirts, I'm allowed to talk about it. It's just the um, speech at the very end about stealing someone else's oil. It's like, I own everything around it, therefore I own everything underneath it. Uh, underneath it. It's like, if I have a straw, and you... Sorry, no straw. If you have a milkshake, and I have a milkshake, and I have a straw, here it is, you see, my straw reaches across the room and drinks your milkshake. Daniel Day-Lewis does better than yeah. me. <laughs> but, um, but that's exactly what Burns does. Yes. I didn't see any of those messages come in, by the way. I apologise to anyone <laughs> if I'm... Ruin the movie for you. I just, I just wrote. But sorry. seriously, Ryan Johnson's given given like fifty three interviews about everything in depth by now. Yeah. If you've managed to avoid that, um, <laughs> well, actually, I've probably you know, I apologise unreservedly. But I did say spoiler warnings. Says you have to sit through two and, and a half yes, hours. Yes, I of said shit anyway. Yes, I said that. Excuse me. I'm just throwing you off. Fuck you. It's the best. It, it, it's it's, a, it's the what? It's 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 not the best Star Wars ever made. No, but it is the best since um, the original trilogy. No, I'd put it above the. Return of the Jedi, personally. Anyway, that's for another day. Yes, yeah. Um, I mean, but clearly that was the one I meant. Why would I have said, spoiler alert for a movie that doesn't have a fucking spoiler ending? <laughs> that's why I was so confused during the podcast. I was like, where is this going? Well, you should have told me something earlier. <laughs> anyway. Or edited it afterwards. <laughs> I should have. It doesn't matter. Who shot Mr. Burns Part 1? So, where were we up to? So, Burns has stolen the uh, the oil. It's almost sexual, isn't it? <laughs> And Smithers is just really annoyed by this point. Just doesn't want any of it at all. Mm. The oil then shoots off. From the slant drilling company. Yes, yes. And smashes the treehouse. Mm. 
How's the Bart wandering through that? It's like someone in a fucking war zone. It's a great shot though, isn't it? Mm. And it's a it's a nice. It's another tease or no, another clue of who's looking out the window and sees Bart. And who points to Marge? Mar- who tells Marge about it? Oh, does Maggie see it? Maggie sees it and she, goes, and she yeah. points outside. Right, clever. So that's what makes her angry. Yeah. Uh, but we also get... <laughs> so I like Marge's Holy Christmas. But yeah. Bart, <laughs> Bart also says, I'll get even with whoever did this to you when he yes. sees Santa's little helper. Yeah, that's true. Yep, yep, yep. They do a really good job of... The story is quite simple, isn't it? Mm. But so, they give so many characters different reasons. Yeah. All within the under the Groundscape, same banner, though. Groundskeeper Willie, I'll kill that Mr. Burns. Yeah, so we get like his little, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Lisa Simpson, I'd like to set. Yeah, I'd like to settle his ash too. Yeah, yeah. Um, mow the fumes. Yeah. it's all oil related, but yeah, it's all. Let all me different. just get one thing. Even yes. Barney also yes. back in heat. Yep, Everyone's yep, got yep. a gun. Definitely. Um, there's also so I, I did mention. Yeah, you said they were watching Mystery Science Theater, but there's the Pardon My Zinger set up on the TV on in the, the background. Yes, they there play is. an ad for that, and they also advertise as being on at three p.m. But just before the um the the when Moe's gets shut down by the mm. men alive, there are men alive in yeah. here. Uh, Homer is very happy with this note that he received from Mr. Yeah. Burns. Yeah. Until <laughs> Lisa points, Lisa out, points out that his name's not actually on it. <laughs> and the eye is getting smaller. Oh, that was so good. Oh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> just, just the rage going on. Kids, step outside for a moment, please. Just the shot of everyone in the street frozen to the spot yeah. <laughs> looking at the Simpson yeah. house. <laughs> Then I, I, I reckon that was used in the in the commercial. Cause I can remember that being played a lot on TV yeah, in the lead okay. up. I reckon. I don't know if it was in the lead up. It's certainly been played a lot at different yeah. at some point in the past. But then we mentioned just b- before Moe's gets shut down, shut mm. down. Sorry, and it's because of the fumes, and so Moe is annoyed. But the, there's the self esteem. What does he say, Barney? Oh, yeah. Um, the inflated uh, sense of self esteem. Yeah, yeah. Self esteem, self worth, something like that. Uh, self esteem. Yeah. There's the inflated sense of self esteem. Yeah. <laughs> So, how? Who are p- potential suspects? We got. We mentioned so Bart, Lisa, Tito, all of the student. Oh, sorry, all of the teachers. Yeah, uh, Mo Barney. Is Grandpa a suspect at this point? Not yet. yet. hasn't oh, hasn't quite sunk yet, has it? The no, no the retirement home. I don't think. Yeah, it's, it's the next scene no, actually. that happens yeah, afterwards. Yeah, so once he starts drilling. Um, but yeah, so outside of Grandpa, pretty much all the Simpsons family. Marge, not so much. Not really, no. no. Like she's as much as things have happened around her, she hasn't been driven to much rage. All, all he's done is just cause but everyone to yell. The the bar cronies, yeah. So there's probably thirty. Thirty, yeah. Uh, all, if you include all, all the teachers, all the teachers <laughs> that you never see, but the, yeah, there. exactly. <laughs> they're, they're there. The faculty. Uh, the retirement home doesn't doesn't collapse, but it just tilts, doesn't it? Just tilts. Well, snaps sinks in half. to the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's a really great animation too Where it sort of smashes to the side yeah. And then it just goes for yeah. it It's like <laughs> the Titanic breaking Definitely, yeah Nurse <laughs> <laughs> That's so good it's so, That is a really funny thing Like, yeah. Just that the fuck she, What the fuck is anyone going to be able to do? <laughs> so now Grandpa is a suspect All the all people in the retirement home are suspects, really yeah. Smithers is then looking at all this destruction I think it even says such destruction mm. Is it the same? Or is that just Skinner that says that? Maybe it was just Skinner. Mm. Anyway, but he's looking through the binoculars, and Burns yeah. reveals his big plan. Though yeah. he's not quite happy yet, just is he? Counting piles of money. Um, he has uh, like a go- I like that. There's a James Bond style reference here. It's got like a Goldfinger style desk. Like he moves mm. his pen, the control panel comes out, yep. and the big fucking model town. It's a cool model, opens isn't up it? On the floor. It's very, very sweet. Yeah. If I was a supervillain, I would make sure that I invested <laughs> in one of those. <laughs> I'm surprised that uh, Hank Scorpio didn't have something like this. He just had an entire supervillain room, though, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he had a lair. He had a lair, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. 
then this is where he, like you said, he really becomes the supervillain. Yeah, so as he's thinking about, since the beginning of time, man has yearned to destroy the sun. Um, But now I'm going to be able to do it. So Smithers then points out that if you do that, certain things won't work, including the sundial. He does mention the sundial. The sundial would be rendered useless. And then this is where he really turns on him. Smithers says, "I I won't have it. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let you do this." And And, uh, well, Burns fires back at him, and he goes, "Nope, I will not cower down to you at all." And that's when he fires. That's when he actually fires. Yeah, which ruins Smithers. Yes, which is a good setup. Like Smithers is a believable suspect, a very, very believable suspect. Smithers is the one they wanted you believe. I think the most, not even Homer. At the end of the first episode, at the very least, and maybe in the first few minutes of the second, although they do absolve him very quickly. Which is why they kicked off with Smithers in part two because he was the main suspect. Yeah, I don't think even Homer was a real main suspect. No, not really. No, no, I don't think he was in any way. No. So Smithers has stormed out, and then uh, Mr. Burns just starts demolishing the model. <laughs> take that boulderama, take that convenient smart, take that nuclear power play. Do fiddlesticks. Come back from commercial, and everyone's at the breakfast table. Yeah. Not everyone. It's Bart Lisa. Marge's, Marge's method of understating the chaos. What did she say? Awfully oh, yes. inconsiderate. Yes. Selfish, even. Selfish, even. <laughs> But at least I think they're talking to their dad. Yeah. This is another thing. Like, at first you're like, why? My response was, why are they screaming? And yeah. then the gag of, for a moment we thought dad had melted. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Grandpa reveals that he's now living there because the oil company has ruined his home. Mm-hmm. Homer is then driving and he's daydreaming of Mr. Burns, isn't he? Yeah. It's, it's one of those, like, the revolving heads. Yeah. Multiple Burnses in the car. Pretty much just the, who it's is a, this? Who yeah, is this? Who yeah. is this? Who is this? Blundering before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of bad names for Homer. There were a lot of bad names. Yes. Would l- almost like this just on loop so I could remember them all. There's <laughs> a lot of great insults in there. He ca- uh, Then they say, watch out. Then he crashes through the boom gate. Just a minute. Just a minute. <laughs> now, apparently there is another clue there. So, when he crashes through... Is this just before he spray paints? Mm-hmm. It is before he yeah, paints, it is just it? before he spray paints. If there, it says something on the... I've got the. I've got one of the clues here. So, I'll point it... I'll read it out to you. Okay. Just before entering the office to spray paint, he passes in front of the words, only in on the pavement, upside down from the viewer's perspective, and very briefly blocks all of the letters except the word no and a small arrow pointing at him. Ah, okay. There's a little visual gag. Yeah, right. That you wouldn't really pick up on, but the, the, the letters N and O are the yep. only ones visual, Yep. and the arrow is pointing at him. Yeah, okay. Clever. So then he goes in and he does what, bitch? Into the office. Spray paints, I am Homer Simpson. <laughs> and this is when we get... How great is Probably the best line from the episode. How great is Harry's delivery? Who the yeah. devil are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> and then the follow-up. <laughs> the follow-up much later. You don't get it. Until, it pays off, actually, in the second episode. Yeah, yeah. That an unidentified assailant. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's the that, end of this one. That is the end of... Is this the end of this one? It's when he's in he hospital. Goes, he carries a gun after oh, I was attacked. By yeah, another. after I was attacked. Sorry, you're right. <laughs> at, the, at the town meeting, an unidentified assailant. Dope! Yeah. <laughs> Who the... Devil are you? <laughs> Screaming at him. Homer Simpson, I'm Homer Simpson. What, yeah. what are you saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're incomprehensible. <laughs> which is what? Which is, is a setup for the second episode, though. That's why it's all he can say in part mm. two. But we'll get to that when we review part two. So he spray painted and he threatens to kill Burns because security come to get him. And he's, oh, you're dead, Burns. You're oh, dead. you're dead, Burns. You're dead. And it's quite believable. He seems like he generally wants to kill Mr. Burns now. Mm. Even, if he, even if not, you know Burns is going to get shot. And Homer is now on the record as A, having attacked him, and B, screamed, you're dead, Burns, yes. in front of people. Threatening, yes. So, even if it's like, well, Homer might not have done it, but 
Homer's probably going to find himself in trouble. Yes, definitely. So the lesson there is never threaten the life of anyone who's about to die. Not in front of people. No, only behind yes. closed doors. Anyone's one-on-one. <laughs> so then we're back at home and <laughs> Grandpa's sitting there. Lamb's running away. <laughs> <laughs> so long, Lamb. <laughs> so Barn is now clearly annoyed. He's, I mean, if some guy did this to your dog, you'd be generally pissed off too. That was a good way of getting a kid, mm. appealing to a kid. Yeah, yeah of a, course. A dog is your best friend. Yeah. And if someone has injured it... I mean, it's not like he's deliberately injured the dog. It's an accident. But, no, but... But him, you'd still be, yeah, shitty that the thing happened. Yes. And because of what Mr. Burns has done, he's definitely not going to be able to raise the dead. No, that's out the window. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Bart's going through... Grand- this is my second favorite moment for the whole episode. So, Bart's going through the bag and he mm. finds the gun. Marge yeah, says, yeah. get rid of the gun. You should have fired her to the air. She would have ran away. <laughs> <laughs> she would have ran off. <laughs> Oh, so great. <laughs> Be careful, it's loaded. <laughs> but Mark, this is where um, Grandpa becomes a suspect because he's actually mm. got a gun. He has a gun, yes, yes. exactly. Yep. They're at the town meeting and the first thing we hear, or we see... Whilst- Matt Quimby doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. A concise but firm letter to be passed on to Mr. Burns or one of his underlings to explain the gist of it. Yes. First thing we see is different people striking guns. Yeah, well, that comes just after that line, but yeah. Oh, yeah, so, but whilst yeah. giving his speech. While yes. he's giving that speech, yeah. Everyone's yeah, yeah. just r- striking their guns. The security guard just whispers in his ears. He's <laughs> like, I've been informed that many of you are rubbing guns, so I'm going to go now. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm going to open the floor. Then Smithers kicks off the proceedings by... Mm. This is where everyone just reveals their reasoning for wanting yeah. to kill him. Smithers is just a dishevelled mess. He's ruined, yeah. 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 Spending his day drinking cheap scotch and watching Comedy Central. Now, Good Lord! Back then, apparently, Comedy Central wasn't that great. Yeah, I can imagine. So, hanging shit on it was the gag. Yeah. Where yeah. now you watch it and you're like, what's wrong with Comedy Central? I don't know enough about the shows that are exclusive to Comedy Central, but yeah. But comedy, the Comedy Channel in Australia is not bad. Yeah, it's not Comedy Central though, it's a Comedy Channel. But Comedy Central is a similar thing, isn't it? I don't think so. Is it not? I know South Park's on Comedy Central. South Park is on Comedy Central, yeah, but I'm not sure if South Park's on the Comedy Channel. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, there's one show, that, one show that crosses over. I'm pretty sure Mad TV was on Comedy Central, wasn't it? Yeah. So, so I think the Smithers joke holds up. <laughs> I remember being on at like 12 at night, mm. me being confused as what I was watching. It was like a poor man Saturday Night Live. I, I just remember it not being Mad Magazine. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's like, yeah. why do I find the magazine so funny? Yeah, yeah. And this is so Yeah, this. I used to associate them thinking, why, how are they connected? Yeah. yeah, true. Then who else yells at stuff? Willie, Grandpa, Mo Barney. Marge's, he's causing a to yell. Now, Maggie here does a... The suck. Mm. She, so even she gets involved she's in the speech. Yeah, she's yeah, getting yeah. involved in the dialogue. Yeah, but yeah. throughout this entire episode, you never, for good reason, would assume or think that she would be the culprit. No. But it's just the, the seeds are planted very well. Yeah, they're, all, go, they're all there. When you go back and watch it, it's all there. Yep. Then Mr. Burns walks in because Bart says, look at my dog. I was going to, do you reckon Dan voiced Santa's little helper in that moment? Because that growl feels very much like a Homer growl. Isn't there a guy that does all the dog sounds for them? I don't know, but it sounded... It didn't sound like the normal growl. It sounded like Homer fighting over yeah, a true. T-bone. That is, that's true, yeah. Play, like, if you play it, isolate that. <laughs> that sounds to me like Homer. Like Jay Sherman's stomach when he's... The Similar, stomach's yeah. arguing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Burns, just dog, just walks in, just taunts, taunts mm. Santa's little helper, doesn't he? Those oh, wheels could use a little oil. Uh, yeah. It's like, you prick. Yeah. <laughs> he's like every villain. Like, I never watched Dallas, so I don't know what JR was like, but I assume he was... He's know. daytime TV villain, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just absolute villain. He then... Op- they- Bart runs after him, opens up and reveals his gun, mm. and this is where we get the unidentified assailant. Yeah. Also, the fact that I've decided to protect myself without... Like, they're actually introducing the murder weapon in that moment, but yes. you also don't you know don't it until later. No, no. Now, there's a couple of other hints 
I'll get to in a few moments as well. So they show that he's got the gun. He actually makes a good point. You all talk tough, but who he has the guts mm. to stop me. If you actually watch, Maggie's actually frowning at him the entire time. She's the only one that doesn't look away. Yeah, okay. Um, I was going to say the one other person that they introduce a weapon to here, and as much as it's who shot Mr. Burns, Sideshow Mel brings out his switchblade. Does he? Mm. What? When, when, when he- just before he says, you all talk tough, Burn, like, Sideshow Mel is one of the people yelling at him and just pulls a knife. Oh, okay. Mm. Yep. And Sideshow Mel does play a pivotal part in part two. He does. He's, um, yeah. I will get to it, but yes, he uh, will. Sherlock Holmes-esque. So then he blocks out the sun mm. and just walks off laughing. Krusty rocks up. What did I miss? What did I miss? That's a funny joke. Yes. I remember that being, because back when we used to watch it, when it was all new episodes, for some reason, I remember there being commercial breaks when there was like two minutes left in the episode. You remember yeah, them? Yeah, I do. I hated them. That was the commercial ruined, break. Ruined the flow. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. So, Eternal Darkness, Lunch Lady Doris pointed out, they're all very depressed. I don't mm. know what they're going to do now. It would suck having Eternal Darkness. It would, yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting to live in... Um, the sea captain has his thing about, yeah, once in the Arctic. Zone. Shut up, you! <laughs> but it, it would be really interesting to see what happens to people's psychology if you lived in one of those towns where it is dark for months on end. Like Antarctica. I think it's dark for a long time in Antarctica, yeah, like, um, yeah. yeah, like either side of the... Like when you get to the tops and the bottom of the planet, you go a long time. Yeah. Um. There's a brilliant joke about it in North, uh, the movie North, which I said uh, was one of my guilty pleasure movies. Um, yep. He's on a time frame. He thinks only a couple of days have gone, but it turns out that like seven weeks have passed or something like that. Um, or like, you know, a long time has passed. And he's like, um, what? but we only went to sleep twice. He's like, yeah, it's that, uh, it's that eternal sunlight thing. It um, fools everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder we stopped for lunch 47 times. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, so then Mr. Burns is, I've got this sort of like a singing in the rain parody, which is sort of, he's very happy with kind himself. Sing, yeah. I, I, certainly, um, I, I, I yeah, certainly he's got a throwback to those sorts you know, of yeah. older 1940s, 50s films. Now there's a shot. Singing in the rain might actually be older than that, but anyway. There's a shot where he's on the lamppost and he does this mm. and his jacket opens up. Just to, to reveal, reveal the, the gun. The gun reveal, just to emphasize there's a gun there. Mm-hmm. Then he walks off. Oh, it's you. And we get the classic. Oh, it's you. What are you so happy about? <gasps> I see. Well, I think you'd better drop it. I said drop it. Get your hands off. Where is everybody? <gasps> hey, man. Are you okay? Won't dignify that with response. <sighs> Mr. Burns has been shot. Just a minute. This isn't Mr. Burns at all. It's a mask. Wiggum. I'd forgotten about this line from Wiggum. This isn't Mr. Burns at all. It's a mask. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, it is Burns. (laughs) His old skin looked like like a mask. (laughs) Like the end of Ace Ventura. Yes. (laughs) Boy, that's really on there. Yes. Maybe that was a parody of that. Or an homage to that. Uh, They came out same year, so I doubt it. 95... No, that Ace Ventura been... was 94. Was it part two that would have happened? You're right. Ace Ventura was 94. Maybe it was then. Possibly. But uh, as just he is falling onto the sundial, his jacket opens up and there's no gun there. So that's another visual clue yeah. that that was the murder weapon. Then we get the reference to the competition, the 1-800-collect one, where I can't possibly I can't this. solve this. Can, Can you? you? And you think it's pointing to the screen. Yeah. I remember when that when I first watched that, went, oh, oh my. And then realized he's pointing to, to Wigan. Yeah. 
and that's the end of the episode. So yes. overall, do you think they did? I did. They did a fantastic job of setting up so many different culprits that you really could. could yeah. No one, no one was able to guess except for one person on like alt TV. Suppose whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I was actually thinking about that. Um, like that one person. They're like, uh, one person guessed it, but we could never find out who it was. Um, in Australia recently, a fifty-five million dollar Powerball. Powerball Tatslotto. Some someone yeah. won fifty five million, and as of the last I'd heard of it, which was two days ago, the winner still hadn't come forward with their ticket. At least what? that's what was being reported. How long ago was this? Oh, a week and a half. Okay, but with these competitions, particularly like it's alt TV whatever or Tatslotto, if it's not a registered owner, maybe it's the conspiracy theorist in me. But do you reckon there's an element of going? No, oh, we'll just say we couldn't find them. Like, how hard are they looking? It's on the forum. The person posted it on there, but they couldn't. They say they couldn't contact them. They, they say they messaged them and they didn't write back. You would think the person, if they made the effort to write on a forum, you would think that they would have written back. Particularly now, back then. Yes. Now, People I'll, that went to the effort to get involved in forums yeah. didn't forget. Now, I'm, I'm not sure whether they realized that they'd got it right before the competition had ended or whether it was... I think it might have been afterwards. Mm, okay. So, maybe they'd posted on there and forgotten that they'd posted it. I'm not too sure. Likely story. You're just a shill working for Fox, aren't you? <laughs> working for the Oak, Oakley and Weinstein. <laughs> but uh, it, it would have been, I think, disappointing knowing that no one guessed it. Or is that an achievement? No, I think it's an achievement. Yeah. If I was writing, both ways. If I was writing a whodunit, I wouldn't want people to be able to figure it out. That's if I'd true. written the usual suspects and someone knew halfway through that... Kaiser Soze was verbal. Then I mean, like, yeah, you know, I haven't done my job properly. And it is cool for them to now, for them, they've produced something where no one guessed it. But now mm. when you go back and watch it, you're like, oh, of course it is. Look yeah. at all the clues that were there, but yeah. we never realised. I mean, if I had written Star Wars: The Last Jedi, and you spoiler know, alert, thirty for minute, all you guys 30, listening, <laughs> thirty minutes in, people had figured out, like you know, people were able to guess the fact that Han has transformed his in a persona onto Chewbacca and yeah. lives on in Chewie, you know, well, I kinda that, ru- saw, that I, ruins the ending. I kind of saw that coming though. Yeah, well, I suppose. It's, all, it's too much Lazarus pit. <laughs> <laughs> so, who shot Mr. Burns? It's, for me, peak Simpsons. It is a quality setup. Yeah, it's... Uh, the Sim- and, and works, as you said, as a standalone episode. Yeah, The Simpsons, to me, never got any more... When it comes to popularity, never got any bigger than this. This was them at their absolute peak. Hmm. It wasn't necessarily all downhill from here, but it just, they never got any higher from here. You don't reckon? In terms, uh, in terms, terms of popularity. Of popularity. This is not quality based. This, this is. If you e- want to talk. The world stopped for I was going to say, it, certainly within their own fans, yes. But yeah, they never stopped everything. It, Even people who didn't necessarily the watch is, The Simpsons all the time the were watching is, this. Did the whole world stop? Or does not it just feel world. like that to us? Because we, we spoke mm. to Bill. Who didn't? He says like, no one cared. Didn't the he? writers yeah. didn't know that any of this was happening. So I don't know if it was as big in the grown-up world as it was to us. To us, The Simpsons was yeah. everything, and it felt. And because they did specials about it and all that sort of thing, they're talking about. I'm sure they would have talked. Peter Hitchener would have given it that little. And you know, locals trying to guess who the, that sort of thing. But that when you're 40, looking back at it, it's probably a two-second distraction. When you are a kid living it. It feels like it's hours. Everyone's talking about it. Could you say would it be more plus right to say a generation stopped? A generation. A generation stopped. So our generation, yeah. this yeah. was and our, it this was a big event. It would have hooked more people. But I mean, me right now, I'm more cynical. So I'd have been looking, going, Jesus Christ, they're marketing the hell out of this. Like, calm down, yeah. guys. People are going to watch it anyway. Like, you know, it's just differing perspectives. Rick and Morty did a bit of a cliffhanger at the end of their second season. 
and they waited 18 months, I think it was, before they released season three. And it was a big deal to the Rick and Morty fans. And the only problem is that it sort of made Rick and Morty more and more popular, which in turn made the fans, the original fans of Rick and Morty turn on the show, which is ridiculous in my opinion. Because we, Rick and Morty is one of our best franchises mm. to sell at work. But now that the franchise is sort of dying because it's not cool to like Rick and Morty anymore because everyone else is liking That's it. It's stupid. It is ridiculous. It's, that you, should would be, be, you should embrace the fact that everyone else is yeah. liking it as well. They'd be like, you know, not liking Arrested Development anymore because more people like it. Yeah. When, when all you've been doing in the case of Ricky Morton, Rick and Morty fans for the last three years is tell people, oh my God, you should watch Rick and Morty. That when they start watching it, you're like, oh, well, I don't want to be associated oh, with that anymore. I'm not cool anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is that thing that you'd notice that... You tell the people that you want to be watching it to watch it, and then you notice that someone that used to watch The Big Bang Theory starts the talking about it. And then <laughs> Daniel Kitson talks about this in, on stage where you see someone who's a knob, and then you find out they like something that you like. That's so what it is. part of you going, does that make me a knob? Well, I don't want to be associated with anything that the knob likes. Well, the, 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 the comparison that was brought up at work was that uh, people that play football now watch Rick and Morty. Oh, the jocks, they watch Rick and Morty. They think it's funny. Now, it's, well, the show's no different to when you would tell me how hilarious yeah. it was. I, yeah, I was going to say, look, if, if I think the show's funny, I think the show's funny. I've never watched anything because other people have. I've never not because other people have. I've just watched what's good and what's bad. But you've been annoyed when people started watching it. Basketball. I was annoyed that they were claiming it. I didn't... <laughs> I didn't it. care. <laughs> I didn't care. You got your flag and you fucking stood it. No, no. I didn't care that they enjoyed it. I loved that they were enjoying it. I cared that the same people who were telling me, oh, you should watch this movie. I'll just go, this movie, it's basketball, it's amazing, were the ones that three years ago, I was like, watch this movie, basketball, and they completely fucking ignored it and then turned around like it was their own discovery. It was like I had invented the television. I was Philo Farnsworth, (laughs) fucking plowing my fields, inventing the TV, and then along comes a radio guy, whatever his name was, trying to knock off, like push his own thing and say, oh, look, I've invented the television. (laughs) I don't know, what, 15-year-old Mitch would have been annoyed? Not even that. I was 12. Baseball came out. 98. Uh, I watched it. 97, 98? I watched it the Millennium New Year's Eve. So That's going, you did too, yeah. Going from 99 into 2000. It wasn't like life-changing for you? <laughs> it was. I was telling everyone. It didn't, And then it didn't catch on until 2003. Yeah, you're right. When Team America came out. That makes sense, actually. Yeah, that might have been going through the back catalogue. Yes. Yeah. Team America was pretty successful. Yeah. What did we learn, Palmer? What did you learn from the episode, Mitch? Um, I learned that if you're feeling a little bit down about yourself, either drinking or a gun or both are going to make you feel better. <laughs> I learned that oil belongs to whoever taps it first. Hmm. Is that actually true, though? Or is that just what Mr. Burns' theory is? Um, it's a good question. Well, it's not Mr. Burns' well, theory. It's yeah. Skinner that Skinner's, brings it up. Yeah. Like a finder's keepers loses weepers? Mm. Well, I, I, I hark back to there will be blood and it seemed to work for him. Hmm. That was based on actual Senate transcripts, so maybe. It might be different now. <laughs> Who knows? Now, there's not going to be a mailbag this week, is there, Mitch? There isn't, because we did an hour and a bit of it last week, and because this doesn't quite feel like the end. I want to be able to crack straight yeah. into season two. Uh, to, to, sorry, to episode two. Part two, yeah. Or for the guys that aren't patrons, I want to leave you on the hook. Yes. Leave you hanging. Should we do a season finale, season wrap-up, just to make them wait an extra week? No, that'd be too much. <laughs> I think that would turn people away. Yes. <laughs> that'd be like... Do you remember South Park doing that? South no. Park, when it ended on season one, it ended on a cliffhanger oh, episode. Oh, Cartman's mum's a who's, dirty or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, who is Cartman's father? That's the And it was a cliffhanger. And the episode, like, Will it be Officer Bob Brady? Yeah. Will it be Mr. Garrison? And then 
start of season is the start of the season two. They're advertising about how you're going to find out who Cartman's mum is, but the first episode of season two is a complete Terence and Philip standalone that has nothing to do with anything. I fucking remember, right? They thought it would be hilarious, and I I think it's perfectly. I, I think it's brilliant. I love yeah. it whenever whenever anyone screws with Fucks what with people, is the yeah. established norm. But people were filthy. I remember because <laughs> my mum. Didn't really like me watching South Park, so I'd have to sneak into the bedroom and watch it. But I remember we were at the the beach. It was a hot summer's night. Mm. And not me, but anyway. So we're driving. <laughs> 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 that's Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Come on, man. Oh, sorry, you're right. <laughs> Same album. Sorry, hot summer's night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on a hot summer's night. <laughs> so Is that the one about would you offer your throat to the wolf of the red roses? Your throat to the wolf of the roses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Such an annoying intro. It was a hot summer night. Good song. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Great album. <laughs> we were driving home. I remember I really wanted to go home. and I was trying to get everyone to hurry up, hurry up, hurry up because I didn't mm. want to miss the start of South Park at 9.30. There's not another moment to waste. But I remember... Not another moment. <laughs> not another moment to waste. And mum was just like, why are you in such a rush? And I couldn't tell her. It was because I wanted to get home to watch South yeah, Park. Yeah, yeah. I remember I got home so excited. I missed... Like, no, it's, uh, there's um there's a sex movie on SBS. Erotic <laughs> <laughs> Tales is about to start. So we get home and I remember I went straight to the bedroom and I'm watching it and I sat there for like what is it an hour episode was it half an episode half hours half hours by the end of it I was like have I missed something I was, I was so fucking confused was it last week so what happened because I missed the first five minutes so I just assumed they must have announced it in the first five minutes I don't, oh I, don't, I honestly don't remember if they do or if they don't or if it just if it's just the standard no because then, then the next episode is when they actually oh, do so the reveal th- yeah okay, I missed the first five minutes it. of the um of the Terrence and Philip yeah. one and just yeah, assumed I, no, I thought I meant I can't remember if it starts with like a faux build up about okay yeah, yeah. previously on yeah, South yeah. Park <laughs> but then just so they, they recap but then go to Terrence and Philip have you ever watched videos of him getting his daughter to say rude shit in no, the studio. No, oh, we'll watch it before we record part two. It's so good. Okay. Just, it's okay, honey. You can say it. You can say it. She goes, I don't want to. You can say it. You can say it. <laughs> and it just, and she, she's Ike. Oh, is she Ike? Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Anyway. Now, of course, if you're a patron, you can listen to our review of Who Shot Mr. Bones part two right now. Mm-hmm. But if not, you're going to have to tune in next week. Thanks for listening. There's also the interview of Bill Oakley that's up there. Yes. It's going patron as well. Now, Mitch, I, of course, can't possibly think of any final words, but uh, can you? Well, sure. I'll give it a shot. I mean, my job. Shh.